Hey everyone, it's Jess. Thank you for tuning in today and welcome to season five. So season five is going to be a little different. Um, Still going to have that poetry effect, but what's a podcast if you don't talk on it or you don't have those difficult conversations with other people? So, you know, my podcast, a lot of those poems in the beginning had to do with me accepting myself, accepting me for being in the body that I'm in. And it was like, sometimes I struggled with that until I met this person who did a who made a very big impact on my life to be able to help me with being on this journey of accepting myself. So stay tuned for this next episode. It is a bit longer, so you guys will be tuning in with me a little bit longer this time. But trust me, the conversation will be enjoyable. And you may get a little giggles or say a little awes and things like that. Um, Nothing is talked about too in detail so there's no trigger warnings at all on this episode um there is explicit language that is on this podcast so if you are you know if you don't like listening to cursing or anything that goes over the age of pg-13 please turn off this podcast because I will not be getting in trouble for anybody. Okay. So just giving you guys a little bit more and being open to open up. I noticed that I have been hiding behind my poem book and now I'm deciding to kind of put myself in front of a mic and kind of let you guys see that vulnerable side of me being able to see me naked in a different type of way than anybody else has seen me so stay tuned thank you Hello everyone, so this is Jess and this will be a special episode where I'll be actually featuring one of my closest, bestest friends. Her name is Jessie. Jessie. Hey, how you doing? So me and Jessie has been best friends since freshman year in high school. So we've been through like a few ups and downs and things like that, but I feel like one way that I've really been impacted um, by this friendship that kind of got me into more wanting to start this podcast was the way she empowered me behind body positivity. I remember we was in high school and we were in the bathroom, I guess, getting ready to switch periods. And Jesse came up with an idea where we would stand in the mirror and we would say that we were beautiful. And she noticed that me and my best friend struggled with that. And like, I know most people may leave you on hold. Jessie didn't do that. She actually talked to us and was like, you know, this is normal to be able to do to say that you're beautiful in the mirror and not have to worry about other people saying that you were beautiful. So it was like, 
within our friendship, I feel like we went on different journeys when it came to being accept ourselves, um, when it came to body positivity. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more today. So Jesse, when it came to body positivity, how did you start accepting yourself? I grew up in a household with a mom that she just didn't like how my body looked at all. She used to, you know, try to force me to, you know, go on these crazy diets because she went on a crazy diet and lost so much weight. So I would go home and just really didn't like how she used to talk to me when it come when it came to my body. But I noticed my mom wasn't the only person that didn't like my body. It was other people that didn't like my body. And growing up, that kind of confused me because I'm just this fat black girl that's existing in a world that does no harm to anybody. So I noticed that it was hard for me to make friends. It was hard for me to navigate around, you know, school because I look different than a lot of students. And I wasn't, you know, my mom's favorite person because of how I looked in my personal opinion. But what I've decided to do for myself, I'm like, if no one else won't, you know, accept me, won't like me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to better myself as a person. I'm going to love my body. So every day I just, you know, look in a mirror. You know, yes, I will cry because crying is I don't want people to see crying about, you know, being fat, being skinny, being whatever. I don't want people to see that as being weak. It takes a strong person to let out so many, so much emotions. Because when you let out so emotions, that's when you go through the journey where you're going to be okay in the future. So I used to cry, but I also used to just tell myself, Jesse, you are beautiful. I used to just you know, look at myself as like, it's honestly nothing wrong with me. Then, you know, when I go to the doctor, my doctors, you know, would say, oh, she eats good. She's okay. You know, everything is okay. So I'm like, okay, if my doctors are saying that I'm okay, mom, I'm okay. So I constantly, you know, work at being a better person, worked with all my personality. The older I get, I realized that I started to make friends. A lot of people, you know, started to say, okay, Jesse is a cool person. Like, I don't care what people talk about her weight. She cool. So once I started, like, you know, getting friends throughout the years and stuff like that, I started to be more accepting of who I was as an individual. So what I do for myself, I do it. I still do it to this day. I'm like, I put on the cutest outfits. I'm a shopaholic, y'all. <laughs> I put on the cutest outfits. I take pictures. I constantly look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, it's, it's nothing wrong with me. I do have my days when I do feel ugly. I do have my days where I just don't like being fat because it's probably something on Fashion Nova that's don't come in my size. And I'm like, God, dog it. Y'all. Like, we can but- <laughs> all have that problem. We can all have mm-hmm. that problem. But at the end of the day, what I do, I find something a little bit more cuter that come in a size 3X <laughs> and I buy it. And, you know, I live my life. You don't, you're, you don't stop living because of how you look. You keep going and you keep trying to find ways to live. I definitely understand. I mean, I can say I was like seen as in my household. It was like it was a little different for me because my mom and my dad would like make jokes. 
So my dad was more of a like a funny guy. He wanted to make you laugh and things like that. So his intentions was never to hurt, but some of his comments used to hurt when I was a kid. Um, Cause my dad grew up in the South. So you had different names for women in the South that was kind of big. And it was like big mama or fat mama or things like that. So it was like, Hearing those names, like, I learned to accept them because everybody around me accepted those names and just took it as a joke. But it was like growing up in a household where it's like you have other people who get to pile their plates up with food. And when you pile your plate up, they like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jessica, you can eat. And it's like I used to walk home mm-hmm. in high school like... My dad would give me money for the bus and I would save up that money to be able to like go downtown, kick it with my friends and things like Mm -hmm. that. But it was like, it took time for me to learn to accept myself and start dressing where it was appropriately to Mm -hmm. be a girl. Because I used to dress literally like a boy to hide my shape. Yeah, you notice that? Honestly, because... You know, now I work with students and I noticed that a lot of the plus size girls, they wear big hoodies, big baggy clothes. I even used to do that. I'm like, shoot, I don't want people to know that I'm fat. Like you can see I'm fat, but I don't want you to see I'm fat, fat. You feel me? And um, I had one student came up to me. She was like, they got clothes like that for big girls. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. But I noticed that. Continue. Yes. So I I just started to more accept myself, I think, through fashion. And I think that's where our friendship connected again. Because you're a big shopaholic and I'm a big shopaholic. Mm-hmm. I think I still have some items that you can gave me over mm-hmm. the years still in my closet mm-hmm. and kind of wore some of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had to start accepting myself by start wearing more girlier things, more form-fitting things, more things that kind of revealed my shape and my curviness mm-hmm. because it was like growing up that wasn't a fact that was kind of spread out that mm-hmm. you're beautiful no matter what size you are mm-hmm. and what type of things that you do. So it's like sometimes that can be hard with dealing with relationships also because yeah. you know I've dealt with some mm-hmm. friendships where you know I was that positive plus size female. So mm-hmm. it was like yeah. I needed to be taken a notch down mm-hmm. because I was thinking too highly of myself. You never can think too highly of yourself. That's just a personal opinion of me. Like, I know a lot of people don't like Kanye West. I know he's not a personal fave of mine, but what I do respect about him, when he entered the music industry, he entered the music industry. I am going to be the best. He was speaking it into existence. People were laughing at him. And the only person that he had by his side was his mom. Same like with me and you, like we may at that moment may have been each other's rock at the time because we didn't have anyone else. But back to, you know, the example of Kanye West, I feel like everybody should have that type of attitude when they are entering this world, especially the world that despises and that don't like black people. We should enter the world knowing that we are the best and thinking highly of ourselves. But we can't think highly of ourselves if we're not going to do the work 
to be better every single day. So I don't feel like, you know, you you should not think highly of yourself because you're a phenomenal person. I've been knowing you for over, what, 15, 15 years or so? So it's yeah. like, you know, that this is one friendship that I worked so hard to maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like within our relationship, body positivity did become to play a role when it came to like defending our friendship against like those other relationships mm-hmm. that we did create with other people. Like, I feel like sometimes people mm-hmm. didn't understand the reason why we were friends. Mm-hmm. And I got questioned on a daily of mm-hmm. like, why are you guys friends? Like y'all are not in the same caliber. And it's like, Mm -hmm. they didn't understand that our mindset of drive matched each other. Yeah. That it was Mm -hmm. like, it was enough to be able to keep us together through a lot of the struggles and the things like that. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I feel like because people seen us as being different because of our sizes Mm -hmm. that they were like, yeah, Jessica, Jesse is the popular one. Jessica is like the nerdy friend one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I, I didn't know that y'all like viewed us that way. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even then, it's like, how has body positivity played an impact within your relationships that was outside of our friendship? My thing is this, like, I'm just going to be like really honest out of all the friends that I have, you were my only fat friend. And I don't know if you had the same experience, but being the only fat friend in a friend group is somewhat traumatizing because the thing that I really dislike is that you know me from high, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mom now, so I have, I'm a mother too. I always had that mother-like personality. I always, you know, was the mom of every friend group I've been a part of. But I was, you know, besides, you know, our friend group, I was always the fat friend. So the thing about it is what a lot of, you know, being friends with thin women, they already know that I'm going to be the last person that a man will look at. I'm going to be the last person that people would think is the popular girl. So when they see that, you know, a man is talking to me, that I'm the one in the relationship, I'm the one with the cute outfit on, it is a problem because they like, not this fat bitch upstaging my thin ass because let's be honest, the standard of how a woman should look is thin, thin, skinny is always the standard. I know people, you know, keep forgetting that even, you know, with when it comes to being thick, when you just, you know, slim waist, big booty thick, that's still considered being thin. Because if in comparison to me, I'm a fat girl. So I have a big belly, but my butt is like really big and whatever, you know, people try to call me thick. I tell them, no, don't call me fat because that's what I am. But me, my body in comparison to a thick woman, she's still considered thin. They are the standard. They are the ones that men desire to be with because of they have the look. So when a thin woman sees a fat woman has everything that the world told her that she deserved because of how she looked, 
it upsets them, which is why we see a lot of posts of thin women, you know, saying in a world full of Lizzo's, you know, do men still want me? I'm thin. I go to the gym every single day. You know, I wear a size 10, you know, like how, like, and then, you know, when they see a fat woman in a healthy relationship, she's loved, she's married, she's walking down the aisle with a beautiful wedding dress, they're like, and I can't get a text back. Like, you can't. Because you know what? Because you know what, Jessica? Fat women, when you see the Lizzo's, when you see, you know, fat women, you know, being loved on and being appreciated, we was put into the position where we had to work on our personality. We had to work on who we are as people. We did not have that, you know, privilege to be shitty people and, and look really good and be accepted by everybody. Because let's be honest, you know, we went to Phillips. All those thin girls that all the boys wanted, they were shitty people. Yeah. They were not good people. Yeah, and, the, and them boys, they wanted it because they were because of how they look. They wasn't gonna look at the actual girl that you know they would could have been compatible with. And you know, women do the same thing too. They go after the man that has the look. People thrive off the aesthetic of a relationship. They want to look good. They don't want to actually be loved. So me being a fat woman in this world, when people say that I'm a good person, people say that I'm cool, people say I'm fun, it's the truth because <laughs> they, I wasn't fine. I wasn't fine. I wasn't, you know, the bad bitch. I was just a fat girl. That was it. I mean, I definitely understand that. I mean, because in high school... I've had conversations with some of the dudes, with like other females that was like of a different body of weight of me. Mm -hmm. And it was in Phillips, like it was that thin girls were seen as popular. Mm -hmm. And if you was plus size, you either had to be really, really nice to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then once you got off and, you know, put down your boundaries and put down your standards, you were considered a bitch. It was considered a bitch because it's like, how dare you get mad at me because I won't let you do something? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I feel like a lot of my sexual experiences were, were me trying to prove that I wasn't a bitch to men, and I regret a lot of them. I regret a lot of them. I don't, but you know, that's in the past. But now, when People see that you have standards, like even in friendships, when they see that you have standards, like, okay, girl, I'm not about to stop what I'm doing just to, you know, let you shine. Because I noticed that, you know, being a fat friend, you are the backup. You are the sidekick to people. You are the person, you the mom, because, you know, people think every fat woman out here is going to be cooking you meals, doing this, doing that, being so homely to you. Like when they notice that they, that's not the type of fat woman that you are, they get mad. They be mad. They really do. Like I can have somebody come over and they thought I was going to cook them a meal and they end up cooking me a meal. And I end up teaching them a healthier way for them to be able to eat the meal that we were eating because they was trying to cook in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Like I'm a very healthy person. Yeah. And, and I, I hate that because. The friend that we used to hang out with, you know, she was the thinnest out of both of us. But Shaw used to buy like five double cheese. But when we go to McDonald's, she used to, <laughs> she used to get 
so much food. Yes. And she was the thinnest out of all of it. This is not me shaming how she eat, but it's kind of crazy how, you know, me and you, we are, you know, because, you know, because we in high school, we, you know, when we eating out in public, we don't want people to say, okay, I'm already fat. I don't want people like, like hey, she's fat. Say, look at all that. <laughs> so, you know, me and you, we, get, we used to get like the little double cheeseburger with the small fry and little drink because, you know, they, that was when McDonald's used to do the free refills and whatever. And then, you know, she used to get, you remember she used to get like five double cheeseburgers and, true, and true. used to eat them all. But and you know what? Shout out to that McDonald's on Thursday. <laughs> baby, they used to hold it down when we was at high school. They could not stand us But you know what? It was crazy. Uh, with you bringing that up, like that was one place that we was actually able to pull like some connections from that McDonald's uh-huh. with being plus size females because we was seen as being cute to them. Mm-hmm. Like we can get extra Oreos, uh-huh. our big flurries, <laughs> got burgers, got extra food and uh-huh. stuff. And it was like, oh wow, y'all just doing this because, and it was like more of the they were flirting more with me and Jesse over that friend. And it was like that was a different tone that was set mm-hmm. because it was seen as by other people that that person was seen as being the chosen one mm-hmm. out of the group. Mm-hmm. So it was like that began to be a problem and an issue within that friend group because people were saying that like Jesse was saying things about this friend. And I know Jesse. I've been knowing Jesse since we were both 15 years old. And I know things that Jesse will say about a person. And usually if Jesse's saying something about a person, she usually running by me first. And it's not like just out within the world, unless we're not talking to each other at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like sitting between that friendship of constantly having to defend that situation it was like at that point I don't think I was it was a problem or as it was an issue it was just that you were seen as that plus size popular female Mm -hmm. and she was just seen as the chosen one and it was just like okay let's get these together and make them butt here even more it it was kind of hard because um I guess I don't know you can correct me on this I guess it became like that. And when I had separated from the friend group, like me and you, then we didn't stop being friends. But when we had separated from this friend group with the other girl, I feel like that was where me and her butt heads. It's like, she had the look of the popular girl, but I actually was the popular girl and the conflicting too. It, it was kind of hard. And I don't, I may have said some things that may have offended her because you know, she would like say what her plans were. And I'm like, I don't know if that could be, you know, possible to happen. You know, I used to, I did used to be a little bit too critical of her life plans. And I do apologize to her for that. You know, I'm hoping, I've tried to apologize to her multiple times. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. 
say that because when we were having these type of conversations, mm-hmm. we was juniors in high school. Mm-hmm. Like we had one more year and we was going to be out into the world. So we were already like looking at colleges, mm-hmm. she was studying to um, take the ACT and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like we were all going into business plans and stuff like that. And it was like, a lot of the things that she wanted to do and a lot of things that you were critical on her about, it was like in the long run, if she would have took some of those conversations that y'all had seriously, mm-hmm. she probably would have went more farther in that direction that she wanted to go in because mm-hmm. she ended up not doing that and going into a different direction, which she said she's very happy in. I haven't mm-hmm. spoke to this person in years, mm-hmm. but um I'm pretty sure that they're very happy within the mm-hmm. like way yeah. that they went, but it's like I think it's important in high school that mm-hmm. you be critical of your friends. You ask your friends what what are your life plans? Because yeah, the only for thing because me and both of, me and her were we were interested in fashion, so I have my degree in fashion business and everything. I you know I was serious about obtaining my bachelor's in fashion, and when I used to talk to her about it, I'm like. In my personal opinion, I feel like this girl don't know what she's talking about because it's like, I feel like she's thriving off of what she see for American Next Top Model. I said, that's not fashion. That's technically not something a lot of fashion people make references to because people hate that show. I hate that show. It was, I can't stand Tyra Banks. Like, you know, having a moment where you go back and watch some of those scenes, and I'm like, Tyra was a terrible person. But anyway, but I just wanted what was best for her because I felt, you know, she, it was going to be a pipe dream to her, and I didn't want her to go down that route. I I didn't, but you know, but the thing when it came to her, she was surrounded by two fat girls, and she couldn't be that popular girl that she wanted to, and it was kind of hard. So after I left the picture, she was trying to do that to you. I'm not even gonna lie. She, you know, I felt like you. She wanted you to be her sidekick so much, and I hated that. But the thing about the older I got, remember I told I didn't want to tell you who you can be friends with because that's not my place. As long as you still my I'm friend, like, that's my place. <laughs> even though she tried to make me a sidekick, trust me. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be a sidekick because in the situation as such, that person didn't know that a relationship that they were in, that that person only got into the relationship with them to be able to get closer to me. I remember. So it was like, I kept trying to tell this person like, hey, I don't think you should really trust this person like that, especially because... I knew him longer than y'all had knew him. Like mm-hmm. I was the first person to meet him mm-hmm. and kind of introduced him to the friend group. Mm-hmm. And it was like, once I introduced him to the friend group, this person came up with a mindset that, hey, I'm going to be a legend and I'm going to try to mm-hmm. hit this whole friend group. But it was like that person couldn't come straight forward to me. But had a crush on me whole time. Wanted yeah. to be on me whole not, time, and that's I, crazy. I think we took a break at that moment. Like I wasn't talking to y'all because them together, 
it was so toxic because it was multiple times where you would tell me they be fighting, arguing and stuff like that. You caught in the middle and I had to separate myself from y'all for um, a couple months because it was like the end of junior year. And I'm like, you know, and just no offense to everybody. I'm the one that had like the best, best grades because I was always, y'all was ditching, going to the beach. Look, look, look. Hold on. I took my grades. Let me explain. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. My thing is, so with growing up, my grammar school is now closed. So my grammar school was always underfunded, mm-hmm. but my grammar school held a lot of books with like a lot of knowledge in it. Mm-hmm. So I was told in sixth grade that my grammar school was closing. So I began to take books to be able to hype up my educational abilities to be mm-hmm. able to carry myself as being a person who knew what was going on mm-hmm. within like the educational system without having like those necessary resources. So it was like, I never been a big person who liked going to school. I didn't like elementary school. I didn't like high school. And it was just like, Especially Phillips. I was like, yeah. no, like my thing is I understood like why you and the other girl why y'all used to ditch because it's like you know being in the, the classroom full of students that don't want to learn exactly full of students that will bother you like kids that feel like you should just bother you for no reason like you literally would be mad at your business but they see that oh this girl she fat oh this boy he nerdy oh i'm gonna bother them you know because you know in phillips at that time being accepted was way more important than anything. So I understand like why y'all used to ditch and stuff like that. But I was, you know, me, I wasn't gonna do it because you, you know, I took, you know, my work very seriously. But back to you know, you and the the girl with this, you know, crazy triangle of relationship. When I took Hold a on, break wait from a minute, it wasn't a triangle. I was so <laughs> let's clarify that <laughs> it was a triangle. I was never <laughs> look, I was never, mm-hmm. never in a relationship with the male you part of the counterpart. They just I actually never yeah, I they never paid they were <laughs> look, they were look, look, I never did anything with any of them. Um I was just seen as like that best friend that was kind of like chill and cool. But my thing is, it's like, it goes back to like relationships and also back to like that body positivity. Because at the time I was a plus size female Mm -hmm. and at Phillips, that wasn't like an acceptable thing. So it was like, it can be understandable why he tried to every time that somebody said he was with someone that was plus size, he tried to downplay it and act like, now nah, that didn't happen or tell so like a I wouldn't say that's story. like kind of like a body positive. It was more about like what we call now like fat phobia. Yeah. Like when it comes yeah. to fat phobia, you know, this is a really good, you know, part of when, when it comes to body positive. Fat yeah. phobia, a lot of men are attracted. A lot of boys and men are attracted to larger women that they will only secretly be intimate with, secretly date or be involved with, and they would use thin women as a decoy. And unfortunately, that girl we used to hang out, she was a decoy because 
me and him, you know, we fooled around a little bit, but not to that point where I wanted a relationship with him because he was goofy. I'm like, boy, you goofy. You all over the place. Like, how you that smart and you goofy? But he was like, I don't know how to approach Jessica without feeling like I'm going to be made fun of. It's easy to approach me because like you guys said, I'm, I'm the popular girl. But it's hard to approach someone that people may make. And this is not me shaming you. I don't know. This is just me going off of the, the conversation. How can I approach her in a way where no one is not going to find out? And the thing about what I really dislike, when he came on to you, when he was at your house that day, I guess he felt like you wanted it because he was seen as attractive. Oh, I almost said his name. Lord Jesus. Well do names out here. (laughs) But he was seen as very attractive because he, you know, he was biracial or whatever. He was seen as attractive. So I felt like he, in essence, he probably felt like you wanted, but your loyalty to the other girl meant more than than anything than that moment that you share and and that moment that you shared with him was something that you didn't want and what i really dislike is like when it was oh i think that happened over the weekend right it would happen over the weekend and because i came no it didn't actually happen over the weekend it actually happened during the week and because i remember coming back to school and everybody talking about i'm like what is y'all talking about there was like there was like see i knew no, someone was like, no wonder Jesse not friends with them no more because I'm like, what is y'all talking about? I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm in Miss Gary's class and everybody talking about. I'm like, what is y'all talking about? Because you know the other girl, she used to hang out with other people, so I'm guessing when she had found out, she told folks and they, you know, people like to play telephone. So I'm like, what is y'all talking about? Why I'm not friends with so and so? What are you talking about? I mean, I would go back to like that body shaming part. Okay. So when our friendship did break apart, it was like I did become that target of like she is that fat friend. So it had happened that it was a situation where I actually we had a computer room in the basement of, you know, Phillips. Right. I remember. Mm-hmm. So I went down there to go chill with everybody because Hey, I already checked in in my homeroom. Let's go ahead and do something. So, granted, this person was my friend. So, I'm sitting there talking to him. And I had already spoken to my friend, but I guess she wasn't speaking to me that day. Mm -hmm. This was before, like, the situation had happened. That kind of sent that friendship, that whole friendship kind of crumbling down in a big fire. Right. her friend said, and she told me, like, she would tell me the things that her friends would say. I had a nickname. My nickname was called Fat Jessica. Wow. I did what was not know that. <laughs> what was your nickname? Because um, I was fat, too. Um, I, I, I don't care. I, I, I hate that. I hate when people, you know, they be like, oh, you fat, but you not fat, fat. No, fat is fat. I don't care what nobody says. So what was my nickname? But go continue. I, I'm not sure. So when she told me that, that was crazy because 
fast forward, that situation happened and that situation goes around the school because she tells this friend that already has a negative connotation of me. Mm -hmm. And this friend tells another person and this person don't know me that well. So it just goes and it just spreads out the school mm-hmm. that not only am I like a plus size, oversized, overweight female, I'm mm-hmm. also a backstabbing person who, you know, messes around with people's boyfriends. And mm-hmm. like nobody ever approached me about that situation mm-hmm. besides you. Outside of you, ain't nobody ever approached me about that situation to find out concerned. the true story and you remember, behind and, the situation. And I'm glad I approached it the way that I did because I, no one didn't teach me about the loyalty that you should have for your girlfriends. You feel me? No one taught me about sisterhood and whatever. So that was instilled in me because how much I loved you. But when I approached you, I'm like, what happened? And why are people talking about you? Because, you know, me, I'm like, you know, Regardless, me and you don't have to talk for like a couple of months to years, whatever. But if something was to go down and somebody bothered, I, I want to know. Like, what's going on? You told me what had happened. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why is he trying to get up on you like that? And they were still firmly together. And I didn't know that. And and And, and I think that's the other thing that I really didn't like about that girl is the fact that you remember the guy that I, I dated and whatever. She's still friends with him. After you know we broke up, she's still friends oh, yeah. with him. And then after that situation with you and the other guy, she still wanna date him. So I'm like, girl, where your loyalty falls in? Like what kind of friend are you? And I think after, you know, senior year, I'm like, this is just not a girl that I should be friends with because it's like she's friends with people that disrespect Jessica. She's friends. She wants to say friends with a guy that disrespected me after a breakup. And she's still dating this guy after he came on to her best friend. So I'm like, what kind of friend is this? Something I shouldn't really be concerned about. So I'm, you know, I'm like, let me, you know, I'm good. I'm good on the tip. And I mean, I feel like when it does come to like plus size females, like you are sexualized. Like, it's not a... Heavily. Yes, heavily, heavily. It's like, it's not bad if you call your friend like, girl, you look good. You looking kind of sexy. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's like, sometimes you walk down the street and the person is like undressing you. That's that's not cool. Mm -hmm. That's just like, that's, that's creepy and can get very fearful. So it was like... To know that those was his thoughts mm-hmm. all along, and especially with going behind my friends, I felt like in that situation, it was more about me in that situation and the things that I learned to appreciate that I had. Mm-hmm. Like about my body because I was very insecure about my body, especially when I would hang out with them. I'm like, shit, she was very much less than half my weight. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm gonna be a little self conscious that yeah. I'm taking up majority of the damn sidewalk, <laughs> <laughs> and they like, damn, Jessica, move over, you keep mm-hmm. bumping, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was that insecurity was already there, but it was like I started to develop into my own and develop that, hey, 
I'm a good person, but I'm also a fat person and I'm okay with that. And I started to see that as a good thing. Like I still exercise, mm-hmm. eat good. I'm healthy. Ain't nothing going mm-hmm. wrong with me and anything like that. But it was just like to have to be body shamed in a friendship and not be kind of like, you know, you're aware of it, but you're not aware of it. And the thing about it, we wasn't body shamed within the friendship it was just on the slick side yeah it definitely was just, on the slick it side because I, I wouldn't say that that this girl she just out of blue said yeah fat Jessica and fat Jessica I'm with the nah. fat bitches she didn't, <laughs> nah. she didn't, she didn't I, I, I think that. she knew better than yeah, that because you know I'm you know, my right hand is it's fast with it but you know you feel me but you but um I just feel you know at that moment what you know when it comes to that friendship it made me very weary on befriending thin women. That that's just that's just all. Like I'm not saying I don't have friends that are skinny. I do, but it's just how they view me. Do they view me as the mom? Do they view me as a sidekick? Or do they just view me as my best friend who is Jesse? Because I remember I recently, this was like over the summer, um, my two friends um that I met while I worked at Nordstrom. They, we all, you know, sitting down at rock bottom on grand, you know, just, you know, eating our food or whatever. And they talking about, you know, oh yeah, I need to lose weight. I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, y'all look good. Y'all need to lose weight. You know, they thinning to me. They was like, girl, you don't want to get the man. <laughs> I'm like, it was like, you, you know, you don't need to lose weight. It's, it's, you know, it, it made me, it did make me feel good. Cause they say, it's just, you know, it's something about you where you don't even have to change how you look and you still got, you know, a boyfriend that loves you dearly. And me and Tom, we going, you know, a year, you know, we made a year, June 24th. <laughs> June 24th. I'm talking about this man. He loved me. He loved my kids. And I'm talking about this is the most healthiest relationship I have ever been in. And, you know, when it comes to me and Tom's relationship, I feel like Body positivity is very important because I'm on the larger side. I'm the, you know, the fat person in the relationship, but he is the skinny, thin person in the relationship. Yesterday, you know, it was his birthday. He turned 30. Happy belated time. He turned 30 years old and I give him a hug and he was like, I wish I can gain some weight. And it was a moment that we had shared. It was a very intimate moment we had shared. We was talking about how much we loved each other's bodies. And every, me and him both, we both of us do this. We will ask for the reassurance. Like, you do like my body? I'm like, yeah, I love your body. I'm like, it's well-portioned. It's like you have really warm skin. I love your long arms. And I love the hugs. You know, and, and I love your body because... It's your body. It's Thomas' body. And because I had two C-sections, I've had extra excess fat around my belly, so it's hard to lose. And he said, but I love your belly, Jesse. Like, I love it. So, but the thing about it, what I know, it's good for both of us to know that we love each other's bodies. We accept each other's bodies. But 
if we were to change anything, we still want to love it. And that's where body positivity and intimate relationships is very important because, you know, because I had two kids, like I said, I had a C-section. So my body changed. I gained weight. You may be, it was a time, it was a period years ago in 2015 where I got hit by a car. So I was, you know, I was, you know, not paralyzed, but I was like wheelchair bound for a long time where I couldn't walk um, so much, you know, fluid built up in my leg. My leg gained more weight and whatever. So my body changed. So I'm sorry to get a little, you know, when it comes to intimacy, because I'm technically still disabled after that, I have to, you know, put in extra care when it comes to sex. I can't have sex rough. I, you know, when it comes to my left leg, you know, I have to do extra cushions underneath it and stuff like that. Like, you know, you got to take good care of me when it comes to the bedroom. And being with Tom, the conversation that we had had, he said, so how can I make you comfortable? When I said I wanted to cry, I wanted to cry. But you don't have yeah. people like that. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you really don't. I mean, pe- yeah, people think that everybody is able. Everybody is not an able body. It's not. So when it comes to body positivity, you have to learn how to make love. You need to learn how to, you know, navigate around a person's body in a way that's comfortable for them. Yeah, I think that's also important of like learning how to navigate your body with yourself too. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, making sure that you like your body too, in mm-hmm. addition to somebody else liking your body. Because mm-hmm. I've ran into the situation where I've had people, I'm currently single. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I. I was in a relationship last August that ended, I believe, in November. So, um, but it was like I had a lot of dudes who loved my body, but they didn't love their own bodies. And that was like a hard struggle because it was like you need that reassurance in a relationship to be able mm-hmm. to make things go on of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like this with you. I like this with you. I like this with you. So I've been connecting back with like one of my exes and we've been talking and kind of reminiscing on things. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we had that understanding that he liked how I looked. I liked how I looked at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I liked how he looked at that moment. And it was like, we were able to accept each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we need an increase of boost or things like that, yeah. he would say things that are make me feel special and yeah. things like yeah. that. Or want to give me a massage. Yeah. Like, I find it quite weird when people tell me like, no, I don't like when people touch my body. Mm-hmm. And I can understand, like, if you can went through, like, some trauma, yeah, some abuse and things yeah. like that, understandable, cool. But if you haven't went through any of that and it's like you don't like somebody being able to caress you or being able. The affection, yeah. Yes. I be wanting to tell people, mothers, like, please hug your children. Yeah, that, yeah that's why, you know, yeah, I have two boys, two black boys, and one thing that I make sure that I do, I'm very nurturing to them. Like I can't, you know, even if it's a rough night, I have to give them a hug, 
have to give them a kiss and tell them good night. I tell them good morning. I, I'm very affectionate when it comes to my kids. I love my kids. I give them so I think they get tired of me squishing them because, you know, I'm a big lady. So I'll be just squishing my little dooka dookas. I love them. Shout out to Joseph and Joshua. Y'all make me a better person every day. But <laughs> but I think it's very important that, you know, we have to give grace to people that yeah, get, that's kind of hard to be affectionate with. I give grace to those people because they were in households where they didn't hear a, I love you. They didn't receive a hug. They didn't receive a smile. No one didn't tell them good morning. No one didn't tell them good night. And I literally have to give them grace because I understand, yeah. you know, but you know, I don't want them to get offended by this. I just can't date someone that's not affectionate. I'm sorry. Because you got a little hugs, a little cuddles. Yeah, being affectionate is a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. definitely. It definitely adds back into that body positivity. Like, that if somebody else wants to have their hands on me, then mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay for me to have my hands on me. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem or issue. So it's like, yeah, you have to accept yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Jesse, how can people learn more about you? How can they follow you? So this is what y'all can do. You know, follow me on TikTok. My TikTok name is Jesse. Jesse spelled with an I J E S S I E May M A Y Marie M A R I E. Follow me on TikTok. I love to uplift people. I love to, you know, give my opinions. I'm a very opinionated person. And just give shoot me a follow. I'll follow back, you know, as long as you engage with me. And whatever, and especially if you a black woman, black women, please. If your pronouns is she, they, not men and black women, please follow me on TikTok. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in today, and thank you, Jesse, for coming to speak on. Uh-huh. So, really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the week. Hey. Okay.